Welcome to Career Revisionist with Dr. Grace Lee, dedicated to doers, dreamers, and realists who want more success and satisfaction in their life. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a fulfilling career where it's all about doing work you love and growing your income without sacrificing your values? And now your host, she has a food blog called Graceful Cuisine, Dr. Grace Lee. Hello and welcome to another episode of Career Revisionists. So about a month ago, I was at a business mastermind and it was in Boise, Idaho. And if you've never been to Boise, Idaho, it is a very clean, very friendly and very wide open space kind of city. And it was my first time in Idaho uh, and definitely my first time in Boise. And we were in a mastermind. And if you've never been to a mastermind, it's really a group of individuals that are like-minded where we are working at a very high high level and basically it's it's more than just brainstorming we are putting together our best practices what worked and what didn't work and we are all entrepreneurs business owners working on our business to help each other out grow and scale to have the impact we desire in our in our businesses and the message we want to put out there so i was part of this mastermind and there were about 30 of us in that mastermind and we were all working under the same mentor i can't stress how important it is to have a mentor and have a coach, right? Because sometimes we're, you know, no matter how ambitious you are, no matter how much experience you are or education you have in the academic world, there's always things that you don't know, right? There's that realm of knowledge where you're aware that you don't have, that you don't know. But where the most growth happens is in that realm of knowledge where you don't even know that you don't know it. Right. So it's okay to, to say, well, I'm aware I don't have this knowledge. There's this gap in my knowledge. I'm aware of it. So then I know exactly what I need to do to close that gap or where, what I need to do to learn that, learn that. But the other realm is like, well, I don't know what I don't know. And that's why mentorship is so important to work with a coach and a mentor. So yes, I have a business coach that helps me on my business. And it also, and a business coach is not just about someone who gives you the strategy on growing a business, but it's also about, well, who's the person that you need to become as CEO and owner of your own business? How do you become the right person with the right skills and the right mindset in order to grow the business to where you say you want it to grow? And it's challenging that, you know, your mentor will challenge you. Your mentor will advise you to do things that might seem counterintuitive or counterproductive even at first. But if you've invested in that mentor, right, and you trust that mentor, then you kind of kind of you kind of got to just trust the process and, and, and do as your mentor says. So this is my my journey, right? And I've been in this mastermind, you know, for about a year now. And there's just amazing business owners in this mastermind. And it's like, it really is standing on the shoulders of giants. You know, when you're in a room with people who think at a different level than you, definitely you're not the smartest person in the room. And that is a great environment, fertile for growth. You know, that is so it is the environment to grow into somebody, a better version of yourself. So why am I sharing with you? <laughs> We're sharing that all, all of that with you. It's because in that mastermind, I met some, some phenomenal individuals, individuals who have had career journeys of their own and individuals who didn't start out as entrepreneurs. They didn't start out as, as business owners and they didn't know anything about business because they didn't go to school for a business. You know, they didn't have an MBA or study anything like that, right? And so one such individual, his name is Dominic Wallace, and he's one of the people in the mastermind with me. And he is currently in finance. He didn't start out that way. And in his business, he helps businesses to finance their ventures, right? He helps, he, he's passionate about economic empowerment, business finance, and he's chosen this route and to grow this business to help, to help other people. And so I brought him on as a guest for their show today. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Dominic Wallace. And don't worry, we're not going to be talking about finances. We're not going to be talking about how do you finance your business? Because that's not what career revisionist is about, right? But I will have, I did ask will Dominic to share his journey to share his career journey and how he got into entrepreneurship and how he grew the business to where he is at today and when you listen to his story listen to how he motivated himself you know and how he 
experienced the failures and the pitfalls, and some of them weren't even his fault, right? And so I brought him on because I wanted to have that perspective from someone else who transitioned their career and he had a job as well. You know, he was in corporate and he transitioned into entrepreneurship. And it's really about this journey and how he managed the decisions he needed to make to end up to where he's at right now. And in the beginning, he also went through university and I'll let him share that as well. So my guest today on this episode is Dominic Wallace. Right, Dominic Wallace, and he has this campaign to improve his community, you know, to offer customized funding solutions for businesses. And that's what he does right now in his in his in his company. So join me in welcoming Dominic Wallace into today's episode. Hi, Dominic. I am so thrilled to have you on the podcast on the Career Revisionist Show. Thank you for joining me. Dr. Grace. It's a pleasure. It's ultimately a pleasure to be on the call. Awesome. So Dominic, you and I know each other because we are part of the same business mastermind. You know, we go, we travel, we met each other at conferences, at masterminds where, you know, all of us are entrepreneurs working on our business inside of a room together and we are mentored by a common mentor. So I mean, and I, and I followed your story a little bit into entrepreneurship, you know, and what you do is you help, you know, business owners run more profitable businesses. And, but what we don't know is how you got to doing what you're doing right now. So could you share with my listeners just like a, a 10,000 foot view on, on your, on your story? Like, how did you, how did, what was the journey you took to getting to this business that you are running right now? Uh, awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you uh, sharing that. So, um, all right. So imagine this. So you, if you, you own a home or you live in a home and the the person that's out there um, painting your house, I was one of those guys, or I had a, I had a group of those guys that were, were doing that. And in that business now try to put yourself in my shoes. So in order to sustain, sustain yourself, you know, typically, you know, we'll send you a, a bill or invoice after that. So I was one of those guys that would uh, do that contract painting work. Well, I wanted to go bigger. You know, I wanted to grow. You know, we had, um, and the only way that I could figure that out is to get bigger jobs, right? You know, if you want to, and bigger jobs, that you go from, you know, doing huge commercial buildings, so maybe large multifamily properties, that kind of thing. So I'm going to the owners of these buildings and I'm saying, hey, you know, I got really great experience of painting, painting these houses. You know, how can I, you know, do this great work for you? And so what they were telling me was, well, as the owner Typically, what we do is we want to work with, um, we'll work with general contractors and well, and property managers, and then they'll hire individually, um, you know, your your craft, your as a subcontractor. I was like, okay, so now I'm talking to the owner. Now I got to go through these people, and so what they, uh, and then I'm talking to. So I ended up talking to the. Uh, the property manager and then the property manager sent me to the general contractor, the person that basically hires all the other stuff. And I did. So the question you ask, you know, like if you working for someone, you say, how do I get paid? Mm-hmm. And so the general contractor says, well, we'll get, we'll pay you when we get paid. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm like, um, so I was like, so I got I got all this paint and materials. I got this equipment. I got to pay pay my guys. Mm-hmm. So you're you're asking me that I got to finance this job until I get paid from you. You you're asking me to be become a finance company. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, no, that's not kind of how we look look at it. But we, but yeah, that's 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 how it works. So I'm like, okay. Now I got to understand finance. I got to understand cash flow and, and figure out this finance. So, so short story, I ended up 
just geeking out, geeking out on it. I was just like, I totally immersed myself in figuring out how I could finance my business. And I'm like, wow. And at the time, my my father, he he was a procurement officer, mainly meaning that he worked with a large uh, a corporate entity that would uh, um, hire other small businesses to work for them. And I was like, do other small businesses have this cash flow challenge trying to figure out how to, you know, manage these projects? And he's like, yeah. So I, so I just helped a few, I helped, you know, uh, I helped a few small guys and, and then I, short story, I ended up just making a business out of it. You know, know, that's, that's basically how it works. And here I am 17 years later in business helping small business owners. Awesome. So you saw a need, right? And it's interesting. I mean, if you were to go take one step before that, I mean, I know that you studied at the University of Virginia. What did you study at in, in, in university? And did it help you to start the business that you have right now? So it's kind of interesting. Even though I'm in finance, my, my undergraduate degree was uh, psychology, and then I got a, ma- a minor in sociology, and 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 then I ended up um, uh, I ended up getting a master's. Actually, I got a master's in education too. I I, I got that degree because I had already graduated, but I had a, some additional eligibility and and running track and field, so I ended up staying staying there, and then. After I finished track, I ended up, um, I was like, well, I have almost half of a master's degree. I might as well just finish it. So I stayed another year. I got my master's degree. Mm-hmm. But but to answer your question, those two degrees, all business, you know, if, you, if you're an employee or a business owner, it's all about people, right? Mm-hmm. So my, you know, the great thing about school shows you how to learn anything so you know i all in finance you know it's just you know i'd always been entrepreneurial doing other stuff but you know business is all about working with people you know and that's the that's the biggest thing the two things i learned from university of virginia was um how to how to learn and then how to work with people those those are the two things that I, I learned that I, I take in this business. But but you, you probably talk to the average person. Um, you, the craft that you have in your particular job or in your business, you probably learn majority of it on the job and in a book. That's been my experience. Okay. Okay. I, I, I love what you said there. In terms of one thing you learned in university in the education system was how to learn, right? And it's interesting because that is one of the messages I always I always say is that, you know, I went through the academic system as well and I climbed the academic ladder to a PhD and a lot of people are in their PhD program or some advanced degree and they're wondering, I don't know, I still don't know what I want to do with my life, right? And 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 the, you included, you're not exactly in a career path that one would expect after having graduated from those particular degrees, right? You know what I mean? So my, my, my question to you, Dominic, is tell me, like, unpack that for us a little bit. When you say you learned in, in university, you learned in, in the education system, it taught you how to learn, right? Can you unpack that, unpack that for us a little bit? Like, what do you mean by how to learn? So I, I think... I think the the one part that really uh, made helped me in my in my business is being curious. You know, just just being curious about. You know, obviously the courses that I did well in. You know, I, you know, I, I was more interested in the the subject matter than than the other. But like, I just the curiosity of just trying to figure it out, you know, what, what the professor was saying or what the book was saying and, or maybe just going and just talking to the professor or whatever. But, you know, it was just kind of just geeking out on just 
what that subject matter was is when I did really, uh, really well in that particular subject. And not just that, but just in my everyday work, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm kind of dating myself. But when I remember in, when I was at University of Virginia, you know, you had the, the computer lab there. You know, we didn't, you know, we didn't have laptops. Or, you know, it was pretty expensive to have a laptop back then. Um, and I remember just even going to the card, ca- you know, a, col- a colo- uh, catalog mm-hmm. and, or just going to the librarian and, you know, anything that I just wanted to learn, you know, you know, just kind of geeking out on that and just asking questions and, and, you know, maybe the teacher or professor would say, Hey, you know, maybe this is a way that you can, Figure, help figure this out or just kind of that fee work, feedback back to back mm-hmm. of just actively being curious and just doing it, you know, because, because, uh, what, what, well, you know, in our, in our mastermind group, you know, you know, they, we get so much information, right? But, we, but, but when we actually use it and, and employ it and, and, and actually you know, what we're trying to learn and actually do it, we learn so much more from that than just sitting there and reading it and just say, okay, and try to regurgitate it on the test, right? Yep. We, you know, but actually just using that information to either better ourselves or to figure, figure, figure that out. That, um, I guess that's the best way I can, um, you know, yep. say, say that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I mean, one thing about the education system, I'm not sure if you had a similar experience, but in, in school, like in the classroom, they teach you all this knowledge around your subject area or the major that you choose. But one thing that school systems don't teach you, professors and teachers, they don't tell you and they don't show you how to navigate your career path. No, they don't. They don't teach you. They don't teach you how to answer really important and complex questions like, "What's the purpose of my life?" and "And how do I even carve a career path?" They don't tell. They don't teach that to you. You know. So I, I'm. I'm. I'm curious. Again, being curious, right? <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. Tom, when you when you were going through college, you know, University of Virginia, when you were going through your master's programs, at that time, were you? thinking about entrepreneurship already or, or were you thinking about the traditional career paths that one might expect after someone who finishes a degree like that? Well, so I, like I had always been doing entrepreneur pursuits. Like I remember um, when I was in school, Amazon was just like getting off the ground. Right. And uh, I, you know, for me, I was just, so you know how you buy this $50 book or $100 book or $20, $20 book and um, you, you you sell it back to the bookstore for, you know, maybe one-tenth of what you bought it for? <laughs> you know, it just be so frustrated. I, I, you know, I was I was trying to figure out, so I've, I've you know, I've, just like you could buy books on Amazon, I was like, I was listing books on Amazon. So I was like, um, I remember, I, you know, I'm not in the nursing field. I bought a nursing book for $5 and sold it for like 90 bucks on Amazon. But like, uh-huh. I, I, I was just, I was just being, for, for me, I was just using that curiosity. I was just trying to think out of the box. How can I, you know, as a, like most college students, you know, you're, you're, you know, kind of poor, poor student, even though I was on partial scholarship, you know, I wanted to go to a movie or something like that. You know, I had a work study job. I had, that's, that's where that money came from, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but, but the, I guess to answer your, ask your question, you know, just that whole, I, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I remember as you say this, one of my professors, she she was one of the um, kind of lead of the department, and I remember uh, she taught an industrial psychology course, and she was doing some cons- consulting work, and and I remember at that time, you know, I had 
some of those side, um, uh, you know, I call them hustles, I guess, then. And I was, I was even during the summers, I was doing my contracting business too. But the conversation, I remember that conversation with her. I was asking her, um, you know, how she kind of got into what she did and what she was doing. And I found out that she was doing some consulting work, you know, on the side, um, you know, helping companies, you know, you know, uh, improve their workflow and, and, and employees and systemization. You know, looking back at that, then I was just asking questions, as much questions as I could, just, just trying to get as many perspectives of what people did. And now, I mean, this is the first time that I'm articulating this, but I uh, just, I, I remember now that I did ask that question, you know, trying to figure out what she was doing outside of just being a professor mm-hmm. to, to make to make money, mm. you know. So, you know, that was kind of cool. Go ahead. That's awesome. So it's your curiosity that really drove you to be so resourceful and to explore things kind of like below the surface of what people could see. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So what what was it? What helped you to nourish and initiate that type of curiosity in you? You know, was it was it something that was it some was some teaching that your parents gave you? Like, what was it, or was it was it natural? Like, how did you how did you foster that that type of curiosity and do it so well? So, so uh, there's that nature versus nurture thing going right, <laughs> and you know how much how much of it is what you what you're taught, or how much of it within your DNA. Now, my my father, he was. You know, he had he tried to do some entrepreneurs, but he was more so, you know, a corporate guy. You know, um, you know, he had, um, but I mean, but the, I will say, within an order in a, a large corporate organization, there are some opportunities to be entrepreneurial within it. You know, like he for. Uh, he had two patents that he had um, while he was uh, working for this large uh, telecom uh, corporation. Um, so, you know, uh, I think I, you know, obviously I get some curiosity from him. And then his parents, my grandparents, they um, they owned a, a, a diner that they, that they had. And then, um, but, you know, now they had it for it. Unfortunately, a short, uh, only a short period of time. But, uh, you know, but they were really hardworking, um, you know, people. Like my, my grandmother worked in, uh, uh, she was the cafeteria, uh, worker. And then my, um, my, uh, my grandfather, he was a, a, a waiter. Um, and then on my mom's side, um, I, Quick story: The my 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 grandmother um, actually she just recently passed. She lived about about like 90, 90, 91 years old. But she she was uh, uh, worked in people's homes and kind of did some nursing and housekeeping uh, duties. And then my grandfather um, he did work more so uh, on a uh, was he would he would take tickets on the train or like Amtrak or whatever I believe you call that person. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but the cool thing about that they grew up in uh, in Auburn County, which is the county for uh, where Charlottesville is, where University of Virginia is. Yeah. And I can just think like my mother was born in the hot downstairs hospital. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, my grand, you know, my grandmother, you know, the University of Virginia, but they, I, I, if, if you asked her as a kid, if any of her offspring would ever attend that university, you know, yeah. Thomas Jefferson University, they would have said, no, that's never going to happen. <laughs> you know, but I, I'm like, what well, that was so, that was, 
just getting one degree from that university was was great, but having her see me graduate, my grandmother, yeah. uh, that was that was really a proud proud moment. Oh, you know. That's great. That's, that's an awesome story. That's really an awesome story. And it's interesting because it, it was curiosity. It sounds like it was curiosity that has been a theme throughout your life. Yeah. So do, were, were, there any, were there other traits or characteristics that you would say that helped you through in terms of having the clarity of what you wanted to do in your career and having the success that you do now? Like outside of curiosity, what would you say are some other traits and characteristics that helped you along the way? Um, I've always been interested in helping people. So, you know, that's basically what um, my my business do- does. Like my master's degree is actually, believe it or not, is in, it's a master's in education and counselor education. And then that, that is, that's about, you know, helping people, you know, listening to them and figuring out a way to help them. And I just, in my love of just business and finance and entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. it's just been all about helping people, you know. Like, my, I remember just growing up, just following my dad around, you know, he would always be, you know, some nonprofit or working at a, you know, uh, uh, you know, a gym or after school program for kids, you know, just, just helping them or, you know, on the, during the holidays, since we we're actually in the holidays, just selling, you know, Christmas trees for, for, for a nonprofit and, mm-hmm. you know, or working at a food pantry or whatever it is, you know, just, that would just, you know, helping just, Taking your gift of what you've learned and just just trying to sow into other people and, and help them, you know that's you know I, and I know Grace, that's what you do. You know you you your your um, your love and I'll, I'll call it um, geeking out on what 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 you love to do. Mm-hmm. You know that's what we all do. We just help we just want to sew in the people and figure out a way to help them mm-hmm. and it just so happened that i'm just doing it in finance and and, and and you're doing it in helping people find their you know their get their gifts in their career and, and figuring out a way to you know to to love more what they do and find avenues to love more what they do mm-hmm. That's amazing. And it's so true, right? I mean, I, I'm not sure if you're, there was a book that's out there called Go Giver, right? The Go Giver. Mm-hmm. And it's all about having, tapping into the human spirit of connectivity with one another. And connectivity, I mean, it's it's more than just having the technology that you can connect with anyone in the world. But really, it's a, it's a heart-driven, um, put others first perspective of giving. And I love what you said is that you're doing exactly that and you just happen to choose it in finances. And and well, I was just going to say, and and you may have seen this Facebook live or one of our our buddies, uh, Myron, he was, one of the things he was just talking about is, and I've, and I've just seen this, you know, in just opportunities that came our way, you know, my way, if, we just continue just to put out there, like so. Some of your listeners, if they're just trying to figure out, well, I, I love doing X, and I'm trying to figure out how do I do that and and make money doing that, right? Yeah. And and all you all you got to do is just just do it and help someone, and you know people will be attracted to you. You know, you just you know, you're like, well, you help uh, ABC. Well, can you help me? You know, and 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 you know, that's you know, that's just how the how the world works. You know, how how have you helped so and so, or because you helped so and so? You know, because you know, my business is not like a big, uh, you know, a bank that's like on every corner. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I get 
you know, how, how I get my business. And that's how I've been able to, uh, you know, sustain my business. It's just helping someone and they tell someone else. Right. So how did you know? Dominic, how did you know that you would find your fulfillment in your life's work in the industry of finance? Like, how did you know? Well, I mean, you know, being finance guy and, and that kind of stuff, you know, you, you, you know, you can do financial projections and project and, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I would do this for free. Cause I just like helping people, you know? So, it, you know, I, I just think that you just, um, you just, you, you look and you have enough passion in it and you just sow into enough people that, you know, it'll just, it'll eventually come back to you. You know, I, that's just been my, my experience, not just from, um, my experience, but even from some of the, you know, business owners that I've helped, you know, just talking to them, you know, asking them, how did they get into what they got into? Um, they, you know, that's how they, you know, have come into their epiphany on, oh, I can actually make a living doing this. You know, they just, they just focus more so on just how I can just help and be a value to others. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Was there ever a time where in the beginning stage, you know, you're, you're finished your university years now, you have your degree in hand and you're carving this way into starting your business and going and scaling it to where it is now. Was there any point along the journey where you kind of felt that, I don't know if I don't know if this is the right choice. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever, have you ever felt a little bit of, you know, a doubt that, well, I'm not sure if this is the the right route for me, but this is kind of like the way I'm going down right now. So I'm just going to commit to it. Like, was that the experience you had or were you, or did you have certainty all the time? Well, that's a great question. I, I definitely, I, you know, I, I knew that this was something that was, you know, really of interest to me. And I, and I knew other people, um, you know, had, um, a need for what I, what I'd offer. Now, you know, obviously the question is, well, will people pay you for that? You know, can you actually make a living doing that? You know, I, you know, I didn't start off, you know, you know, just doing this full time, you know, I, I, you know, I had a job, you know, um, first, you know, um, um, but you know, I just, uh, it came to a point where the business took off to the point where, where the job, you know, I couldn't do both anymore. So, um, and then of course the great recession hit and then I was, I started rethinking that again. (laughs) (laughs) but but i I, fortunately i put myself in a position that i was you know i was able to some of the things that i had uh i had had in place you know um even unintentionally i i I was in the position i could you know um you know make it out of it so but yeah i mean that that was a tough time me actually rethinking all right, Dominic, what I get myself into. Yeah. But uh but you know, I you know, I I never you know, I don't I never wanna be uh perseverance is, is probably a you know, um I had a personal mission statement, you know, that word would be in it. You know, just you know, um I I, I never wanna you know, looking back in my life, I never want to say that I never gave him up, you know, I, I didn't give him my best, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, so that's mission. You know, I figure if you, you work hard enough at it, um, and have enough passion at it, you know, eventually it's going to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the way I always looked at it. Right. 
so take take us through that. So the recession hits, and you know we all felt it. You know we all are aware. Of it. We can't forget it, right? The recession hits, and you're in finance. What would you say are is is there one thing, or is there or are there multiple things? You know, what was it that got you through that? that help you to weather that storm? And as you said, persistence and consistency, like what was it that helped you to get to where you are now past that storm? Um, yeah. And I, and I, if I'll say this, I'll talk a little bit about it in, 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 in the, in the book that we both are in, but what the, the, the key thing was um, just, taking my own medicine because you, you know a lot of times we'll tell other people to do do things but we don't you know like they say doctors are the worst patients right, right. so I, um i i fortunately i took my own medicine so what i and what i do in my finance business um you know i was looking obviously i was looking for working capital for my business so be able to take on these large contract and and a line of credit is one of the things that you want to have you know a safety net that if something were to happen that you can draw uh cash from to you know pay pay your bills and keep keep going or more more so it's a tool to you know keep keep you going on a project well yeah i had several lines of credit in place and your story is I lived off of it for 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 a long time, you know. Um, but I always would advertise and and tell my clients. I say, hey, you need to go ahead and get a line of credit, especially when you're doing real well. So it's easier to get it when you're when your business is doing real well than trying to wait when things go bad, you know. Um, you know, uh, you know, I. I I, don't, I never want to participate ever again in a recession, you know? Um, so, you know, that's something I'm good, you know, I'm going to do, you know, not only what I'm doing now, but I started diversifying so that I won't be dependent on only one thing, you know? So just basically take my own medicine, you know, getting, putting lines of credit, having some fail-safe things in place so that, you know, if something like that ever happened again, you know, I'm in a position to see the other side. Yeah. I appreciate that. I do appreciate the concept of taking your own medicine because you're right. Doctors make the worst medicine. And sometimes, you know, actually all the time, it's easier to say something than to actually do it. You know, and when the tables are turned, you know, there's a lot of resistance. But I want to go back to what you said. You said that you took your own medicine and you got the lines of credit to have that fail safe. Right. And there may be some listeners right now. Dominic, there may be some listeners right now who heard you say that, and there's a bit of resistance because of to open a line of credit because it feels like, well, I don't want to go into debt. I don't want to open a line of credit because it, it's a liability. You know, it, it means that I'm owing, I have an amount owing, and I don't want to be in debt. So what would you say to, you know, if there's someone listening and they're feeling that resistance, you know, how, what would you say? All right. Well, let me just say it like this. Just like... Um, just like, you know, it's apparent, just like you, if you buying a house, it's very difficult to buy a house on cash. You know, like the average person can't just write a check for it to buy, buy a house. You know, the, all finance products are tools and you, you know, just, you know, just seek someone, um, that you trust that can help you. Uh, facilitate and understand which tool to use, you know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, you know, hammer a nail with a screwdriver, you know, it's just, you know, you just, you know, just look at it as a, it's, it's, it's just a tool. Now, the great thing about a line of credit is, uh, you only pay for it when you use it. So, you know, I, I'll put in, put in place 
but at the same time for a financial institution, um, typically that's the hardest thing for them to give out because, because of that, because like with a traditional loan, you know, if there's, you're required to pay it on a monthly basis, then, you know, they say, okay, well, we know we can, we can understand exactly when that payment's going to come back. You know, we, we, you know, we know what would yield or whatever, how much money they can make off of it. Mm -hmm. But a line of credit, they don't, they don't know. So, uh, especially at a traditional bank, if, if you have the means to qualify and get one of those, um, you know, go ahead and get one so that if things, um, you know, things come ahead, you, you need it. It's, you know, it's better to have it when you don't, when you don't need it than, than not to have it when you do need it. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, the great thing about that, that tool is that you only use, you only, you only pay on it when you, when you have to use it. Most cases, you know, like the the only so the, all right. So you said most cases, all right. So when when is the case? So typically, there might be some kind of a small, um, you know, yearly fee to have it. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, uh, but you know, just like personal credit card, you know, um, you know, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't buy anything on that credit card that you, you can't pay back, you know, within a short period of time, you know, cause that's not the purpose of it. It's, it's, it's to put something on it and then pay it off, you know, to pay it off. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a loan, you know, it's not like a loan on your car, you know, mm -hmm. where you're, you're paying it on a monthly basis cause you have to, you know, that's, that's what it's for, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's a very valuable mindset shift, isn't it? You know, it's better yeah. to have it when you don't need it than to, you know, need it and then not have it, right? That's a very key mindset shift. So I can appreciate that. And, and thanks for sharing. You know, so yeah. Dominic, yeah, we, we talked about a lot and you've been transparent with us in, in terms of the journey you took and, and highlighting how curiosity has served you so well. What's next for you? Dominic, I mean, what are you, what are you currently working on? So one, one of the goals, like in our mastermind group is, you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm loving about and learned about, you know, obviously the better, you know, market our businesses. Right. Um, but the great thing about it is, it's like now I have another tool in my tool bag that I can help you know, the, the business owners that I'm working with and help them be more effective. So like, so the tool of, the tool of finance can be used better for their, for their business. So, so that's the biggest thing is being able to, um, you know, not only um, have access to, to the money, but, you know, also, you know, market, market your business effectively and figure out who, who that person, you know, person is. And that's a, and that's a tool, not only just for you to get a, a contract as a, as a, as a business owner, but even to effectively market yourself as an individual, even if you looking for a career and better effectively explain how you, how you, how you, uh, who you are and, and what your what your skill sets are and what your gifts are, you know it. You know, not only just help me, but you know, just constantly um, trying to improve myself. Um, you know, there's some other entrepreneur pursuits. You know, in real estate, and, um, investing in other businesses and that kind of stuff. But you know, no. Um, you know, this money and marketing part is 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 a tool uh, that you know I can use you know forever in in helping helping business owners. That's that's what I'm working on. Yeah. 
And that is always so amazing. And it, and it stems from your heart to serve. You know, you mentioned, as you mentioned earlier, wanting to just go primarily in terms of helping other people and using your, your, your natural talents and your gifts and your knowledge to help people in the ways that you were purposed to do on purpose to do. <laughs> right. And, and I want to draw attention to something you mentioned earlier. And earlier you were saying that there's this book that you and I are, are a part of. Right. And if, you know, listeners, if you're listening to this right now and you caught it, and you were like, what's the book? Right. So the book is called Million Dollar Story Secrets of 10 Entrepreneurs Who Had to Lose and Pivot to Profit and Win with Purpose. So, Dominic, you and I are one of those 10 entrepreneurs who are authoring chapters in that book. And I want to ask you, what was your experience like sharing your story and, and, and more and really transparently too? I mean, I remember your chapter. What was it? What was that like for you to put it in a, in a book and to put it out that message out there? Uh, I tell you, writing is is not my strong suit. Um, that's why I'm in finance now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but I and 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 uh, I t- I tell you though, the process of putting my thoughts down on paper and you know I I, I you know it was a uh, I'm, I'm so glad that I did it because. You know, I'm, now I'm better to art, better able to articulate, you know, my story and and not just for the, not just for me, but to help other people because everyone's story in there, your story, my story, and um, eighty of the other entrepreneurs in there. You know, we're 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 not just trying to sell ourselves. You know, we're we're really trying to be service to others, and 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 to be a beacon of light and hope for them. You know, you know, we're, we're right now. I think we we'll run run the specials just so low, it's just like for for a dollar, we're just asking people to go on Amazon and, and buy it, and in return, we're we're giving all these other freebies for like over a thousand. You know, individually, you know, it would cost over a thousand dollars. To, to pay and you know and you know who does that if we're not trying to serve the community you know we're, we're you know we're all about trying to help and figure out a way to be a service service to others so you know definitely you know about us you know go on amazon and 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 get it you know um not trying to do a hard sale or anything i'm just trying to say you know for we, this is something that we're 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 trying to serve and 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 really help others and and figure you know figure this out and then and then and then hopefully later on you you guys can, uh, as soon as I can get this money and marketing you know podcast thing off the ground hopefully I'll have Dr. Grace on <laughs> and share that out for other people too. It'd be my pleasure. It'd be my pleasure to be a guest on your upcoming podcast, Dominic. So as being the finance guy, as you so lovingly stated it, not a writer, but that's why you're in finance. I love that statement. So being the finance guy, right? What are you optimistic about in the future, in the world of finance? What are you excited about? What are you optimistic about in the future in that area? So with technology um it's you know it's it's gotten a lot easier to get access uh the capital and i think uh you know like one of the things that i'm really focused on is just educating people like i talked about before what's the right tool that you're supposed to have you know there there's so many options out there and just try to uh you know figure that out but like the the access the challenge has always been getting access to it. You know, you, you know, you know, before you had to walk into the bank and you had to pretty much just sell your whole soul to figure out how to get access, you know, get some, get some money. And, and, and a lot of times, you know, it, it, it you know, it's just not the most fun thing, you know, to do, you know, just, you know, 
a lot of people have their 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 personal worth you know tied into their net worth you know and and it shouldn't be like that and and I think people are you know because it's getting easier and getting ac- access to financing and, and 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 money for for people I think I think it's breaking down you know some of the myths and misnomers of 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 funding and money and getting access getting access to it so that that's what I'm really optimistic about you know and it and it's just so it's so easy to get you know the uh access to you know information behind it and that and that's that's so and you know Awesome. That is definitely something really excited to, it's something worthy of being excited about. Technology is changing so many more as so many aspects of our future and finance is definitely one of them. So it's great, Dominic. Once again, thank you so much for sharing your story and being so generous with your knowledge on finances and investing and, and the future of what that might bring. And so share with us, I mean, if, if someone wanted to reach out to you, how might they find you? So I'm, uh, well, one, one of the uh, websites I'm using, obviously the name of my company is Wallace Capital Funding, and you can just, you know, Go to WallaceCapitalFunding.com or Google us. But the one of one of the um, websites I'm developing is the KeysForBusiness.com. So Keys with an S, K E K E Y S F O R Business.com. So um, just you know some tidbits on you know how to uh, you know if maybe if you're trying to transition to from a career to a business owner, you know, um, to get some good information there. And, um, that, that's, that's one place where people can, can find, find us, find, find out about what we're doing. Awesome. And I'll make sure to include those links in the show notes as well. So thank you once again, Dominic, for joining us here at Career Revisionist. Thank you so much for being a guest as well. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really enjoyed it. I appreciate appreciate the time. Take care and we'll talk again soon.